Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Lost Genre Reddit Stories. This post is from the subreddit Wedding Shaming, and it's by user CuteQuarter9399. My sister is turning into the biggest bridezilla, and I can't stop laughing. So, a little background. I am the youngest of five kids. My older siblings are two brothers and one older sister, who we'll call Ellen for the purposes of this post. Ellen and I have a five-year age gap. As a result, we never really had that sisterly bond you would expect most sisters to have. Growing up, I was always a burden to her, and any time it was my turn to pick the family movie, or really anything, she would get upset. The reason was that she had control issues as early as 9, so I'm guessing you can already see where I'm going with this. I'm currently 18, about to turn 19, woohoo, and Ellen turned 24 earlier this year. Her boyfriend, Adam, proposed to her at a family beach day earlier in June of this year. It was one of those big white letters and rose petals proposals that he set up before my family arrived. She was thrilled and said yes, and my parents were very happy along with my older siblings. The youngest is four, so I don't think she understood what was happening. Now, here's the drama. Since the proposal, she has gone into full bridezilla mode. At the behest of my mom, Ellen made me a bridesmaid, so I'm roped into all the BS. So far, these are the demands my dear sister has made. 1. All bridesmaids are to pay for their own dress, a $300 dress in blush pink, shoes, hair, and makeup. 2. All bridesmaids need to attend all wedding and bachelorette events, including 1. The bachelorette spa day, $800 each. 2. The bachelorette vacation weekend to Toronto and stay at the Fairmont Hotel, $1,000 weekend just for the hotel. 3. The dress appointments, even if just for the bride, and all the alterations are covered by the person themselves, $300 dress plus $300 alterations, etc. 4. All things to do with the wedding, cake, venue, catering, etc. they need to attend. For the cake and food tasting, they all need to pay $25. 5. The guests and the bridal and groom party need to pay $150 to reserve their spots, and gifts have to be either cash, check, or from the list of registry items. She has a spreadsheet of what everyone is gifting, and has said she will return items that aren't from her registry or match her theme. My mom says it's bright anxiety. I say it's just my sister trying to control everything because she wants a December wedding on a ski hill. 
Anyways, I figure if people are interested, I could update periodically on what happens. Thanks for reading. Wow, your sister, OP. Wow, $150 for guests to reserve a place at her wedding? Who does she think she is? For half that amount, you could have enjoyed a three-hour live Porcupine Tree concert. And with all the specific demands and entitlement about gifts and the expectation of her wedding party, your sister seems to have lost her grip on reality. Anyway, since OP isn't asking for any advice, we're just gonna move straight on to the additional information, skipping any comments. Additional information from OP's comments. I told her I can't afford all of what she's expecting and she said it's my responsibility as her sister to save up and be a participant. Mom and dad are paying for her wedding, almost a hundred thousand, so they can't give me the two thousand for my expenses. I'm going to uni in the fall and my tuition is 17,000. I have 15,000 saved up right now. My sister will not let me turn down being a bridesmaid and if I do, then she says she'll ban me from the wedding. She did so at her graduation when I wouldn't change out of my dress, black with lace, to pants and a sweater. Mom cries a lot because of us fighting. My mom is now trying to keep the peace by getting me to just do whatever she wants. We had a troublesome relationship since we were born. Mom caught her trying to smother me with a pillow when she was five. <laughs> she had jealousy issues since I was born and it's been hard to resolve. She has been there for me in the past, like when I had bullies, etc. But I honestly don't think she would spend 2000 on me. Opie's edit. I realized I didn't include the controlling parts. My bad. Here they are. 1. All bridesmaids need to go to hair and skin appointments every 6 weeks to ensure our hair and skin are flawless for pictures. It's out of pocket too. 2. Anyone with tattoos needs to cover them. Our dresses will do that. They go the neck, ankles and wrists. The bride wants to be the only one sleeveless or showing her tattoos and colorful hairstyle. Either we need to get our hair dyed to a natural color or wear a wig at our expense. 3. The dresses only come in sizes 0 to 10, a pretty good range for most, but those who don't fit are expected to try to lose weight. I'm a size 12 and already my sister is calling me fat. She sent me a keto diet book through Amazon. 4. No one, vendors, is to communicate directly with the bride and groom. It has to go through us first. She made a Gmail with the last name and wedding, which we all have access to and we aren't supposed to ask her if something is okay. We should just know. This is the part that stresses mom out. And five, we need to remind the guests that they need to pay a deposit of $150 to save their spot. And if we don't get it, they don't come. We also need them to confirm what they'll purchase from the registry or the amount of money they'll give. Edit 2. Y'all are making me realize my family isn't normal. I'm going to look into therapy with my uni and see if I can move into residence earlier. I want to thank the person who privately messaged me about getting my mom off of my bank account and also getting my birth certificate, etc. I think I'm going to do that after I talk to the people at the bank. I texted my mom, I'm at work right now, if she, dad and I can talk about it while Ellen is gone to her fiancés for the night. I'm hoping to show my mom and dad this post to help them understand where I'm coming from. Edit 3. I'm going to take some time away from this alternative just because a lot of you are right. This isn't normal. Our relationship as a family is not normal. I called my aunt while I was at work. For those of you who don't know, she's my godmother and she thinks my mom is nuts. And we talked about it. 
She's encouraging me to talk to my parents about everything, not only the wedding, but favoritism since childhood, etc. And she's also on standby in case things go to crap. My shift at work finishes in a few more hours, then I'll go home and pack a quick bag of stuff for my aunt to grab before my parents and I talk. Alright, well apparently the community helped OP realize that something wasn't right here, so she's doing something about it. Which means now we're moving on to an update that is actually really long because it has a lot of back information and then the update. But before that, I gotta tell you about the playlists. Here's another one with only stories that have updates. Now, let's move on with the update. So, it's been a week since my post. My parents originally planned to talk that night, but mom said she wasn't feeling good and decided to go to sleep early around 6pm, and that feeling stayed for a while. We then got busy moving my sister into her fiancé's place, and by the time everything settled, my parents forgot we had something to discuss and kind of brushed it off to the side. We finally had the conversation two days ago, and I needed a day to think and just react to things. So without further ado, here is the update. As you can expect, the update isn't the best, but not really for the reasons you might think. It turns out, my dad never knew the whole story. He knew he was responsible for paying for my sister's dress and a portion of the wedding or honeymoon. The reason for this is that my parents told me, and my dad confirmed with bank records, that my parents had been setting up $25,000 accounts for myself and each of my siblings. The rule was that these accounts could be used for anything once we turned 19 and went off to post-secondary. It was our money to use. I just turned 19 and my dad was getting ready to sign the money over to me when we had this conversation, which caused a bit of a blow up, but right now I need to give some background information I was given. So, right after Ellen got engaged, she apparently had a conversation with my mom about how she always felt like the child left out. She's used this line before, so I do believe my mom fell for it and was guilt tripped. As a result of a very long conversation, my mom figured that she could divert some of the funds from all the kids' accounts to pay for my sister's wedding. For those wondering, my two older brothers are in the military. They aren't married yet and live on base. They never used their 25,000 because the army in Canada pays for your education, housing, etc. So my mom had 50,000 at her disposal. Then, combined with my sister's and my 25,000, it would have been 100,000. Mom figured that because I had 17,000 saved up, she could just give me my 25,000 later for a car or a house payment or a wedding. Blech. Ellen did this because, again, she is a master manipulator. Side note, thank you to the wonderful Redditors who sent me to various subreddits for narcissism and support along with those who sent articles on it to me. And possible narcissists. She used some of my mom's mental and physical health conditions against her. When I was born, mom went through a very bad postpartum depression, resulting in her living in a treatment facility for four months, leaving my sister, two brothers, me and dad behind. My two older brothers at the time were nine and seven, and I was only a few months. My sister, for reference, was five, or just shy of five. I honestly don't care to calculate. Since my brothers were trouble, my dad and his brother, my uncle, had their hands full, and a live-in nanny did the stuff for me. So my sister had my aunt, who lived with us at the time, and got little to no attention from dad at an age where attention is important. I think that triggered her bad side to come out. While the nanny did help Ellen with the basics, like food and water, bath, clothes, and a little play, she wasn't a replacement for mom. 
Even my aunt wasn't a replacement for mom despite her being there mainly for my sister, sleeping in the same bed as her, helping her with homework, having girls trips, etc. Then, when mom came back, Ellen had a huge grudge, not against mom, but against me. I was the reason mom left, which led to her trying to smother me with a pillow. Mom caught her in time and it was a funny story for us as a family. Turns out, that's a coping mechanism. During my childhood, my sister used manipulation to get what she wants and she did it for the wedding too. Mom felt bad and decided to give her little dove everything she desired. Common things I heard growing up were, you always give OP XYZ, I want this, proceeds to have a meltdown and as Ellen grew up, it wasn't little toys and candy anymore, but girls trips. As a result of this, dad and I grew very close. He's my best friend. My sister and I did have a decent relationship when I was 12 to 14, but it changed again when mom got pregnant with our youngest sister. It was an accident, lol. And I became the target again of Ellen's rage and abuse. While I know it doesn't excuse a lot of things, I figured it would be important to give you the whole story, since I forgot some very important details in my last post, which I added later. So now with the back info done, here's what happened. A day after Ellen moved out, I asked my mom and dad to please finally have the conversation with me. Mom was feeling better, so we sat down and we're talking. I told them how I felt, how much of a financial toll it would be on me, how it wasn't fair, etc. Well, dad blew up. He didn't know about the $100,000 or the things Ellen was doing, etc. He didn't like the fact that mom used a lot of your father and I agree talk even though they hadn't. I showed group chat screenshots. Anyway, we worked through the wedding issue, I don't have to attend, and the $25,000 for me issue, dad is signing it over early. Then I was asked to go to my room for a bit because dad and mom wanted to talk. They settled the budget issue on their own. Dad then asked why I didn't feel comfortable talking to them earlier, so I showed them this post. My dad snapped. He immediately called Ellen and told her to come here as soon as possible because he needed to talk to her and would not accept excuses. She said she would be here in 4 hours because she was with Adam and his parents. Dad pressed and she hung up and blocked him. Dad told me to go to my room once again, but to leave my phone so they could go over the post and see the comments. I don't know exactly what happened, but mom came to talk to me later. She then told me about her postpartum depression, etc. I didn't know about it earlier. We solved our issue and I finished by asking if Ellen would go to therapy, because mom was convinced that the fourth month leave caused this stuff in her. Mom said she'd try, but can't force it. I told her if Ellen doesn't go, I'm going no contact with her and possibly low contact with mom. Dad then joined the convo and assured me I would get my money and I wouldn't have to go to the wedding if I didn't want to. Since Ellen is charging $150 per guest, she can pay for her grandiose wedding through that. Soon to be brother-in-law and his family aren't paying for crap apparently, so now they'll have to or Ellen doesn't get to have her ski hill wedding. Speaking of the $150 fee, y'all were right. It was Ellen who concocted the whole thing and told mom it was an Italian thing. We talked to her future mother-in-law when she dropped Ellen off, she doesn't drive, and mother-in-law was shocked that she had said that. There is apparently a money dance, but no $150 fee. So, Ellen came back after 5 hours and acted all sweet ass pie while her future mother-in-law was there. But when mother-in-law left, oh lord, the gates to hell broke loose. She demanded to know why dad disturbed the peaceful evening and demanded he drives her back. 
Dad said he didn't care and to sit down. She refused and they fought. Finally, she sat down after Dad started pulling out various tricks, including money or telling mother-in-law about her true nature, which I guess Adam hasn't seen much of. I was excused to my room again. There was a lot of angry yelling back and forth and a lot of manipulation from Ellen, including threats of low contact or no contact or not seeing possible grandkids in the future. She was trying to get mom to go back to the original $100,000 plan and mom and dad weren't budging. The fighting continued and stopped when my dad yelled saying my mom isn't her punching bag and her postpartum depression was not her fault and if she was that angry about it to go to therapy. After that I was called back down and we went over all the issues. Starting with the kiddo book. Ellen tried to defend herself by saying I was fat and lazy, dad defended me. She started to cry and mom told dad to be a little softer, which he did. We finally discussed everything and I felt like part of the family instead of like a punching bag. Ellen eventually got an Uber and left because she was being attacked. We're going, we're going to wait until Christmas time when my brothers are back in town so we can all discuss what we need as a family to go forward and be healthy, but it will most likely be therapy or cutting Ellen out. Mom and dad are still figuring out the full budget issue with Ellen's future in-laws. My parents told them that for such a wedding to happen, everyone would need to contribute. They agreed that $100,000 for a wedding is insane. Last I heard, Ellen will get her $15,000 for the wedding, which is basically $5,000 because $10,000 dress. Since it's already ordered, the other $10,000 is being held for something tangible and then her in-laws are being generous and helping with another 15,000. 10 for the wedding and 5 for the honeymoon. As for my schooling, dad and I are going to the bank tomorrow and we're going to pay the cancellation fee for the loan I had to take out. The loan only officially starts when I start school, so thankfully the cancellation fee is very small. My dad is paying for the fee because he admits that I should have never had to take the loan out. My parents agreed that my first year of university, along with housing costs, will not come out of my budget, the 17,000 or the 25,000, so they will pay for them. The full amount that they budgeted for me is going to be transferred into something called a TFSA for later in life. Well, my mom and I still have a somewhat rocky relationship and Ellen absolutely hates me. She blamed me for everything and said that I have caused irreparable damage to her relationship with Adam and her in-laws. Because of this, she banned me from the wedding and from her life. I honestly don't care. I don't really see it as losing a sister, I see it as losing a bully. I made a promise to my mom and dad that I would never treat my younger sister like that. I'm going to be the role model she deserves and I'm going to be her protector like my brothers and my father were for me. I think I covered everything that needs to be covered, but if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask them. I'm very thankful to the subreddit for teaching me what a real family is about and for teaching me about boundaries and communication. Have an amazing life, you gorgeous humans. Yeah, I agree with everybody. $100,000 for a wedding is too much money. $30,000 is a lot of money still. But anyways, OP, it's really cool that you were able to talk to your parents and they saw the whole picture now and were able to act on it. And on that note exactly, let's move on to the final update to see how this story ends. Hey everyone, I figured I would update you since it's been three months. I apologized, I lost the login to this account but just found it. So on to the update. Family therapy is going really well. My two brothers were given temporary leave to come back to Canada. They were both stationed overseas for a bit and I believe they had to go back after this. 
to help the process along. Our family is getting back on track and my mom and I are closer than ever. It honestly feels like I have my best friend back. As for Ellen, honestly, I don't know what's going on with her. A friend of mine still follows her social media and everything seems well. The wedding was moved up to November 26th instead of December 17th as she originally planned. She and Adam have bought a place and apparently, and this is rumors, she's pregnant. She's cut all of us off and Adam's family is talking crap about us, but we're holding strong. In other, more exciting news, I'm loving Ottawa. I go back home once a month for in-person therapy, but I also have three virtual sessions monthly. On top of that, my oldest brother is getting married, so while I lost a terrible sister, I gained an amazing sister. She's so sweet, texts me every couple of days and gets me Uber Eats orders when I'm down despite being provinces away. She's so, so sweet. She asked if I would feel comfortable being her maid of honor. She's an only child and her mom passed away, and I agreed. So by this time next year, I'll have an official new sister. There's not a whole lot else to say, but I also have a boyfriend. He's in the army too. Couldn't get away from it, I guess. Phew. And very supportive and loving. Our six month anniversary is in January, and I'm looking forward to it. Anyways, thank you so much Reddit, you're all amazing, beautiful, soulful humans and I hope you all have prosperous, healthy and fruitful lives. I love you all. Sincerely, OP. Well OP, I'm gonna count this as a happy update. It sucks that your sister took herself out of the picture that way, but hey, it's her decision. If she doesn't want to get any help for her issues, well that's on her. But the good thing is that you and the rest of your family seem to be on an awesome path. So good for you. Thank you so much for sharing. Congratulations on all the good and positive things in your life, including your apparently awesome new boyfriend. And take care OP. And that's it for today's video. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch it. Now, if you've gotten to this point in the video, I assume that you like these stories that I'm reading out. So here are a couple more that you might enjoy. And if you don't have any time to watch another story right now, save it for later. And also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.